You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The New York Giants rooting for Carolina and Dallas following their loss in Baltimore. Hurts. On first down, fires downfield, it's Deshaun Jackson, back in the lineup, missed the last seven games, and he will take it 81 yards, a somersault into the end zone, his first touchdown of the season. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Follow the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily. I'm Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670. Joe Giglio at Joe Giglio Sports on the Twitter machine. And some of our loyal listeners, Joe G, have uh, changed the name of the show to BarkQL Daily. You know what? <laughs> if we ever need a co-host or some, one of us is out, I got, we got the dog here. She's yes. ready to roll. Okay, good. And, she's, and she always takes the dogs. I think we, we know that by now. Uh, we want to take a look at the NFC East. We've been taking a, a, a deep dive into each division in the NFL to get you set. Maybe there's some value right now that you can jump on that will not be available later on this summer during training camp as we get closer and closer to kickoff for real. So what's the rule with the NFC East? We cannot start talking about the NFC East until we say what, Joji? No team has won this division in back-to-back years since the 2003-2004 Eagles. Joe, we're, go- we're almost going on two decades now. I mean, think about the where your life was, where you were doing in 2003-2004. Wow. This division is always two things. One, topsy-turvy, up and down. The team that wins it goes backwards. And then the other thing it is, it's usually close. You know, every once in a while, someone pops up. Dallas has been this team. And the Eagles, the year they won the Super Bowl. But every once in a while, Someone wins 12 or 13 games. That's pretty rare, though. With the, the typical is, and now we have to recalibrate the, the win totals, but mm-hmm. typically it's it's 9 and 7 gets you the NFC East. Maybe now it's going to be 9 and 8 gets you the NFC East. And last year's 7 and 9. So I'm wondering, do we throw that out the window? Because we didn't have anyone uh, reach the 500 mark. But to your point, Joji, when you look at the uh, win totals here, the highest in the division is Dallas at 9.5. Hold on. The league is added a game. We're playing 17 games, and we don't have one team in this division with a double-digit number. And if we go to the basement or the team that we're expecting to struggle the most, change at head coach, change at quarterback, the team that you cover every single day, Philadelphia Eagles. So they're the long shot, but you look at points, but it's plus 550. That's not too much of a long shot. Just about every other division, you're at least getting a double-digit number. Yeah, I wonder how many divisions have the win totals between the top and the bottom, only three games. It's a pretty small gap there. And and I'll throw this in, and we'll go through the teams here, Joe. I think there is one very significant, especially in a division that could be this close, change to the schedule this year. You mentioned the 17th game, but who each team plays in the 17th game. It is If you are, and I know we'll get to each team, but if you are 
thinking about taking the long shot with the Eagles. Joe, how about this? The NFC East plays the AFC East this year, okay? The mm -hmm. 17th game, or excuse me, they play the team in the AFCs that finish in the same spot as them, right? So the, the fourth place AFCs plays fourth place NFCs. The point is the NFCs goes on the road for the 17th game this year. They go to their AFC East counter opponent that finish in the same spot. For example, uh, Washington will go to Buffalo this season. They finished each in first place in their division. Dallas, I believe, will go to New England. The Giants have to go to Miami. The Eagles go to the Jets. To me, there's one team that has an advantage there in that one very specific spot, and that would be the Eagles in that extra 17th game. It might not matter, but in a division that could be topsy-turvy, one game could separate things. It's, it's interesting how the division there lines up, but yeah, you're right. The, the bottom, there's there could be some value at six and a half with the Eagles. At least that's what I'm thinking. Uh, let's start at the bottom of the division. The team with the six and a half win total. Uh, I found it interesting that this thing is way juiced to the over. Coming off a 4-11 in one season. Maybe not all of those losses legitimate. They were, here, please give us this loss here. This is what we're looking to do. But over at points bet right now, win total six and a half. Juiced way to the over. Minus 165. Peterson and Wentz to Sirianni and Hertz. Is that a significant upgrade? Uh, it will be an upgrade at quarterback. There's no question. I don't know how good Jalen Hurts is going to end up being, but he will he will be a more productive quarterback in 2021 than, than Carson Wentz was for most of 2020. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, you, you can't play worse than Carson Wentz played for most of last season. As far as Sirianni, Joe, I don't know. I mean, nationally, I know I know what the reaction is, even locally, uh, where I am. It's uh, it gives off a little camp counselor vibe. But let let's think about what where he came from and who he is. He was Frank Reich's offensive coordinator. He he coached an offense the last three years. They had three different quarterbacks, three totally different kind of quarterbacks, and they all had a pretty good success. It was Andrew mm -hmm. Luck. Then it was Jacoby Brissett. They went seven and nine with him in Indianapolis. Then it was Philip Rivers. So I think the reality of who Sirianni is as a coach is probably better than the um, perception right now. And, and Joe, let's throw this in there. The offensive line last year in Philadelphia was completely and totally decimated. They had nobody at the end. If that offensive line is healthy, I think their floor is higher than the number. I, I, I like the over for the Eagles at over six and a half. They, I don't think they're a five and 12 football team or a six and 11 team. I think they get over six and a half this year. Flirting with 500? Yes. Okay. Eight. When I, when I close my eyes and think how many games the Eagles are going to win, I, I keep pointing to eight. That's, that's kind of the number in my head. Another team that had a decimated offensive line, the favorite in the division. The Dallas Cowboys win total of nine and a half, six and ten last year. A lot of that you throw out the window because Dak, Dak Prescott was not available, so he's making his return. All the conversation will be about Dak. Second year in this offense, but don't forget about what that offensive line was a season ago. Uh, one of the big strengths of this team was a, a massive weakness, Tyron Smith. Um, they're, they're going to have Zach Martin back, Lil Collins, everybody's going to be back. So even, even though they had their games, they would pour, pour it on a little bit offensively because they had to, because, uh, the Cowboys, they couldn't stop anybody, but, uh, you're, you, you'd have to expect that they're going to have to add even more points this season. And they should with everyone back. They should. Although I was surprised in the draft when they missed that on the corners, when uh, J.C. Horn went and Patrick Sertain went, they yeah. traded back with the Eagles, allowed the Eagles to move up for Devontae Smith. And I thought, wow, Rashawn Slater has got to be the play for the Cowboys, the offensive line for Northwestern. They went defense. I, I think they almost felt like they had to because of what happened. 
Yep. They took Micah Parsons. He's a good player, but they didn't fix that offensive line. Joe, the one worry I have about the Cowboys, I think they'll be more buttoned up in year two. McCarthy year two, better defensive coordinator now with um, the former coach of the Falcons, Dan Quinn, coming in. Is Dak Prescott going to be physically the same guy we watched last year? Because I think the perception is he is, right? He Dak's back. Look what he was doing before he got hurt. If he's not himself, at least the first half of the season, can they score enough? Can they be efficient enough offensively to make up for everything else? I don't know. I mean, I, if he is, I think they, they're the team that could win this division going away. But I don't trust it. Even if he's not the Dak that we saw before, he's still the best quarterback in the division. By a lot. Yeah. And uh, and then the rest of the order, that's that's the complicated part. Do you trust the head coach? I don't really. Do you trust the, the upgrades on defense? You think you add more talent. They've got to be better, but it's impossible to be worse. <laughs> well, it, well you're, it is. And and down the, and it felt like last year, it's hard to evaluate the games they won at, down the stretch of the season. Like, were they, was anyone really trying in those games? I mean, they got, yeah. they got to play some weird spots late in the season. It's like, oh, wow, they won, but they're out of this. I get why they're the favorite, but. I wouldn't feel comfortable betting the favorite in the NFC East. It feels like it's a coin flip and you're putting your money on guaranteeing heads or tails. It's a coin flip. You don't know. Let's go to New York. Win total of seven and a half juiced to the under to the under. Okay. I mean, I I heard a a lot. I'm hearing a lot of Giants fans saying that, hey, does Dave Gettleman actually know what he's doing, what they've done with the roster this offseason? You add Galladay, Kyle Rudolph to that to the offense defensively a Dory Jackson. Now there, they are trying to put Daniel Jones in a position to succeed in 2021. It's all on Daniel Jones. It is. And I think it's a bad bet by the giants. I think the giants are becoming one of the most overhyped teams heading it. Like there's hype, right? People think this is the year they take some sort of a leap. Yeah. I could see people jumping in saying the giants win this division, but let me throw a couple things. You one pro football focus still, Still has the Giants with one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. And, Joe, there's a lot of talk about how their defense is, is pretty good. And it was pretty good last year. Uh, and I thought their defense coordinator did a good job. Joe, they won last year six games, okay? I'm going to tell you the quarterbacks they beat last year. And you tell me how good this defense is. Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, Brandon Allen, Andy Dalton. And they mm-hmm. did beat Russell Wilson in Seattle. That was a very impressive win. But Allen, Smith, Wentz, another Allen. Dalton, they didn't really beat anyone last year, and their offense just didn't move. I know there's weapons there now, make or break for Daniel Jones, but goodness gracious, the Giants have become the Browns of the NFC. They haven't been good since they won that last Super Bowl in 11. I I can't believe the Giants are ready to go win 10 or 11 games. I, I just don't think they're that good. I'm with you. A lot of noise here, and don't come at me with the return of Saquon. Like, no, we we, we know the value of a running back. I'm with you. I don't and maybe that's why it, juice to the under, because the money coming in this early, usually smarter money, they want to attack those numbers before they get shaped as we get closer to the season. So maybe that is smart money. And uh, that's why we see it juice to the under. A lot of buzz around the Giants. I'm sure there will be some people betting on the Giants at 4-1 to one to win the division. But I, for one, do not see it. So we've got Washington, win total of 8.5. They win the division 7-9 and nine season a year ago. In spite of Dwayne Haskins going 1-5 and five in his starts, Alex Smith comes in, and when he was healthy, they go 5-1 and one 
in his starts, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in as a starting quarterback. One thing that did stand out in addition to week one, looking forward to the football team Chargers matchup because that is a, a pair of squads that I really like. They're going to meet in week one. I see, according to the win total, that Washington has one of the easier schedules. Okay, I see Buffalo early, New Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay. How is this one of the easier schedules? Then I take a look at the last month and a half of the season. Vegas, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly, New York Giants. Boy, the football team can eat late later if they can stay healthy. They can, and here's what you're going to know. Like always, the NFCs will be one in December. So you could take it now, or you could wait till September, wait till someone goes down. Maybe Washington's number goes down, a more favorable number. You take it, and they might might break the trend and win it late. I know you're in on them. You're, you I you like want to go against history. 0304. It's a long time. Here's what I don't like. I don't like it when teams say, okay, we have this great defense. We just need some stability at quarterback. Let's get the most average quarterback of all time, and that's going to take us over the top. It usually doesn't work that way. It doesn't. They're, they're trying Fitz magic. And at least they'll be fun in this crazy division. That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. You've got BetQL Daily. We're going to line them up, get you set for game one in the Eastern Conference. Also, take a look at game number three in the West. This is a BetQL Daily from BetQL.